0: Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. I'm your host, Rico Beard, and I want to recap the week that was the Big Ten Hoops. And guys, if you haven't been watching Big Ten Hoops, I get it. You've been watching a ton of football in the NFL, especially with the Lions in their long run. But let me reintroduce you to college basketball. And here's the thing. It looks as if it's Purdue's conference to run away with, but a lot of things have been happening in this conference. And just like every year, it looks like it's going to come down to the final teams to see, final games to see where the seeding is going to be. Now, it looks, today, the two top teams played each other on Sunday in Purdue and Wisconsin. And in a game that went kind of back and forth, Purdue found their way to eventually end up winning the game. Uh, Purdue wins 75 to 69. Purdue's had a pretty good week where they, they their nemesis was Northwestern. And Northwestern took them to overtime. And again, and if you remember back in January, they did the same thing where Northwestern took Purdue to overtime, except for this time they won. Well, earlier this week, Northwestern loses to Purdue. They lose, uh, Purdue wins 105 to 96, and probably may have been one of the most lopsided. Game's call for fouls where Purdue ends up with 40. They shoot 46 free throws. Northwestern shoots, I think, seven or eight. Yeah, I said that right. Quite a disparaging number between the two. Chris Collins gets tossed out of the game. And you know what? Here's the thing. If you're going to get tossed out of the game, do what Chris Collins did. Earn that money. Because he got fined five grand, and he he gave you five grand worth of entertainment. You got five grand worth of frustration. Even if you weren't a Northwestern fan, you saw that it was wrong. The Purdue player, and it gets just to tell you why, late in the game, Northwestern still had a shot at, at, at trying to tie this game up. And on the baseline, the Purdue player hooks the Northwestern's player's leg. They both foul right in front of the referee. Referee calls the foul on the Northwestern player. He loses it and you know they shoot the free throw play goes on they call a tech two techs on him they get four shots when you see the score it wasn't indicative of the game because it ended up being like an additional like six points being scored just off of free throws late in the game that's what made it look not as bad but yeah they ended up winning the game 105 to 96 it really wasn't like that it was really like around a 99 to 96 game and then all of a sudden all the fouls happened and Hence the big score. But Purdue is clearly head and shoulders above the big everybody else in the Big Ten. They're going to be the number one seed, barring just an epic collapse with Zach Eady getting injured. But right now, Purdue's sitting at 10 and two atop of the Big Ten. Look, you roughly have eight more games to go, eight to nine more games to go in the Big Ten. But it looks like it's going to be Purdue with the number one seed. Wisconsin, despite losing two games in a row this week. Wasn't a good week before Wisconsin because they lost to Purdue today, 75 to 69. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Then they also lost to Nebraska. And I'm going to get to Nebraska in a few minutes because Nebraska is one of the surprise teams of the Big Ten. But they lose to Nebraska in an epic collapse. this is really no way to call it. Wisconsin had the lead, a double-digit lead in the second half, and they found a way to squander it. And I think what happened was Greg guard. And the Wisconsin Badgers simply relaxed. They thought they had the game won. And nobody walks into the Pinnacle Center in, in, in Omaha, Nebraska, and just wins anymore. That place is becoming a house of horrors. Nebraska wins 80-72. to And what was just a shocker of a game? I think a lot of people, if you were watching this game, you put money on this game, you turned this game off because, well, you thought it was over. Everybody thought it was over. It was not over. Now, And third place is Illinois. And Illinois had a, man, they went to overtime on Sunday against this Nebraska team. And Nebraska, you know, on the road at Illinois, they had their chances late in the game. They pulled close. They took the lead, what I think, like three or four seconds to go. But it it, it wasn't enough. The game goes 73-73, goes into overtime. Illinois finds a way to pull it out. Illinois sitting at third in the Big Ten at eight and three, tied with Wisconsin. Nebraska, with that loss, and even though they beat Wisconsin earlier in the week, Nebraska is believe it or not in I guess tie in sixth place because there's a tie for fourth place in the Big Ten. So they're in sixth place with a record of six and six, tie for fourth right now. One team that you're probably not that shocked if I say and the other team you probably are shocked if I say but probably not what you're thinking Northwestern is the team that I don't think you're shocked if I say that because Northwestern is sitting there at six and five in the Big Ten and Northwestern you know they they had a week this week and it wasn't favorable to them Northwestern loses in overtime, like I said earlier this week to Purdue. And it was, I mean, it was, it was bad. Northwestern. I felt bad for them. Cause it's like, come on, you, they couldn't catch a break with the refs. When you hear of eight on five, if you're a Northwestern Wildcat fan, any of you out there, I feel your pain. I know what you feel like, but then they followed it up with another loss to Minnesota at Minnesota and that was one that i think will sting and hurt them uh they lose 75 to 66 to minnesota putting them tied for fourth the team that you may be shocked believe it or not is the michigan state spartans msu is now playing the easier part of their schedule which is kind of funny because you would think it would be flip-flop but At the time the schedule started, you didn't realize that when you played the game at Nebraska and at Northwestern, that these two teams were going to really be good. Michigan State didn't see it. Nobody else saw it. But now Michigan State follows it up with uh, a week this week. And when they go in and a game against the arch rivals the University of Michigan, Michigan State goes in there and. You know, it was a typical Michigan game. You withstand the first half scoring that Michigan had. The halftime score was Michigan was up 35 to 32. And then Michigan State goes on a long run. And before you know it, I mean, to kind of epitomize the game, Michigan was on a four on one fast break and Trey Holloman steals the ball. And puts Michigan State in a four on one fast break. And of course, Michigan State capitalized on that break. Spartans win the game 81 to 62 over the University of Michigan. They follow that up with a game on Saturday where they defeated Maryland at home. So they won two home games, 63 to 54. The Maryland game was a rock fight. It was, I mean, it was just ugly. It was the first team to get to 50 points was going to win. I mean, we were deep into the second half. And I think the score, Maryland took a brief lead at 42 to 41. MSU finished the game out on a 22 to 12 run to defeat the Terrapins, to sweep the Terrapins. And they put Michigan State at six and five. I say all this to say, Buckle up for the last eight or so games of the Big Ten because these standings are going to flip-flop. The key is you want to get the double buy when it gets to the Big Ten – I mean, the, the buy when it gets to the Big Ten tournament. The double buy comes next year, but you want to get the buy. Top four teams get the bye. I think Purdue is the only team that can probably rest easily knowing they're going to get a buy. I think Wisconsin and Illinois know chances are they will, but their fourth bye – that was going to be up for grabs, whether it's Nebraska, whether it's Northwestern, whether it's MSU. It's going to be up for grabs. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Big Ten basketball, it really does go back to the way it's always been. You try to defend your home court advantage, and you try to steal one on the road. It's going to be some pretty good games. I think Michigan State travels on Tuesday night on Peacock. They're going to be playing at Minnesota which is always just a weird place to play. The new barn that they've upgraded, it's its just a weird court. But you go in there, you win that game. And I think for the Spartans, the bigger thing is win that one. And then you get Illinois at home on Saturday at 2 o'clock. That game is huge because if you win that one, that gives you another quad one victory. And that would give you your third quad one victory. What, what's so big about that? Will make you three, I mean, it'll make you three and seven in quad one victories. But when it comes time to the NCAA seeding, that Illinois game could be the difference between you finishing out the year. Because according to Vegas, Michigan State's favorite in every game except for the game at Mackey against Purdue. If you could finish up like that, you can go from right now, they're probably a nine or a 10 seed you may be able to move your way into a sixth seed. And why is a sixth seed important? Sixth seed means that you avoid the one or the two seed in your bracket until the second weekend. It gives you a better opportunity to get to the second weekend. That's why it is so important that you have to win those games, like the game that you have upcoming this week at Minnesota and then turning around playing Illinois at home. Win those games and you get yourself situated for the dogfight that is the rest of the big 10 and you may find your way sneaking into a six seed because like I said, if you're a seven, eight, nine, or a 10, you're going to be playing either a one or a two seed in the second game. If you happen to win the first one, chances are you're going to have a short tournament life this year. You make it to the six seed. You go up against the three seed. There's a fall off in college basketball. Once you get past the top 18. So also I guess we're kind of on a Juwan Howard watch Michigan loses again to Rutgers. They had a 15 point lead in the second half. It's all falling apart. Michigan's had this. uh, They have just collapsed in, in the second half of all of their games. And it's kind of funny because you saw a little bit of finger pointing and the finger pointing actually came from the coach who, you know, they were talking and he was saying that, you know, that back during COVID, they had a formula that that would win. And, you know, they, they've won before at Michigan, but for some reason it's not happening. But, you know, he basically just kind of paraphrased and was like, you know, I, I don't, to quote, I don't coach that shit. And actually, yeah, if, if, if the players, I look at it like this, as an instructor, if my class is not understanding something, if the entire class is just not getting an assignment, that's on me. I got to fix that. If one person's not getting it, well, now I got to spend some time with that person. If an entire team is just not getting the concept of what you're teaching in practice, maybe there's a disconnect in practice of what the coaching staff is doing, and you need to break down and look at what are the deficiencies that the coaching staff is doing rather than blame the players for that. But Juwan came out and said, hey, maybe I'll play the walk-ons. And right now, Michigan is sitting in last place. I don't think that they were ever in last place, even under Brian Ellerby. Just to put things in perspective, this is new territory for Michigan. And I don't know. It's almost like you're on a Jawan Howard watch to see how long this goes before they 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 make a change. I mean, good thing this is not next year because that means the Wolverines probably would not make the I mean, not the NCAA. Well, they're not going to make the NCAA tournament, but they wouldn't make the Big Ten tournament. Because remember, the Big Ten is not taking the worst three teams next season. Fortunately for Michigan, you will go. It means that you're probably going to be playing on, was it Wednesday? Yeah, I think think the first games are Wednesday night. So, yeah, they're going to be in the Wednesday night games. They'll get you to the Thursday and then hoping that they can make it, you know, as far as they can go to maybe steal a bid. But right now things look bleak. You got a part-time point guard and Doug McDaniel and Juwan Howard watches on so we'll, we'll keep tabs of that but just just to give you a brief welcome back to the world of college hoops to those who haven't been paying attention because you've been so focused on the nfl big 10 hoops is still exciting it's still every game matters every game counts and uh, i will be here with you throughout the remainder of the big 10 hoops season so stick around buckle up and let's have some fun I'm your host, Rico Beard. Thank you for watching and subscribing to the Five Star Zone. I will be back later on this week. I'll see you then.